0: I need new music. This is the JJO Discover New Music Podcast. Because I don't even know the lyrics to my.
1: Long-time cohort of JJO, a family member, I guess maybe we could say. We've been running with you guys for a long time, and we just got to see you at Taste of Madison not too long ago. We got that Taproot taste that we haven't had in quite some time. Of course, Steve Richards from Taproot. How are you, my friend? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was a blast in Madison. Yeah, you guys usually, uh, you do quite well for yourselves in Madison. We're uh, we're quite big fans of you, and uh, we got to hear some of that brand new music that you guys are officially releasing on Which was a treat and we'll get to that because I know you guys uh, got to uh, share the stage with Elias who is featured on one of your tracks and uh, excited to break that down. But let's get into the album first studio release Steve since uh, 2012's the episodes. Now, of course, you've been playing shows, you've been writing music, I'm sure you've been in that creative mindscape, but with such a long gap, did you maybe kind of have to re-engage that taproot muscle uh, And and when getting ready for scissors, when sitting down for it? Maybe talk us through that process of that taproot way of thinking, getting into this one. The
0: kind of cool thing about it is like 80% of this record, I wrote to be taproot's next record while we were on the episode cycle. Wow. (laughs) That's like when we took our break so this is already kind of in the mindset before i had to take a break like when we you know kind of took a little vacation from each other and someone in particular um you know we just we all went on and had families and the day jobs and all that stuff but i've been working on this album for six years because i could only work about four hours a week you know, and early in the morning. And that's the crazy thing is most of this, like even me singing and everything is like me at 5.30 in the morning or six (laughs) in the morning during the winter. It's crazy, but ended up good. But yeah, so it was kind of on the back burner and I was just going to release it on my own as scissors and just be like, hey, you know, 2000 friends and followers and fans, here's, you know, what was supposed to be the next tap root. And Phil was the one that was like, no, dude, because they knew most of those demos back when I was writing them and stuff. So he was like, you wrote this to be, taproot's next record it's going to be taproot's next record that's not fair to just throw it out like that i was like okay cool so here we are
1: so really this is almost like a little time capsule to taproot 11 years ago if if you would have maybe wrote these songs now or over the last you know year or two we would have had a completely different record is that fair to say
0: absolutely there are two or three of the two or three of the songs that i wrote during the time off for this record and those songs i mean i I don't think i lost it you know i wrote one to be kind of the heavy opener which worked out pretty good and then i wrote one about my mom's passing away so that one you know And then I wrote one for my current family, which is kind of funny. But so I wrote like three of the three of the 11 songs are new. Wow! And you
1: produced this whole album yourself, correct?
0: Yeah, I played everything, engineered it myself. Like, yeah, it's it's just all me. That's how most of the demos always were. Anyway, a lot of people don't realize that, that, you know, i I wrote a lot of the riffs and stuff, and I grew up a drummer. (laughs) so (laughs) Like, like most of the Taproot demos are just me, you know, occasionally with the other guy, but, you know, just showing it to the guys, and then they make it their own, but, you know, the songs are usually written. So, yeah, I did the drumming, uh, luckily... I had a major accident. I finished pretty much all the guitars before I had a real bad accident trying to save my daughter's head as I tripped over something that the older kids left in a doorway. And so my elbow got locked in an open drawer and then my body squished it. Oh. So I had to yank it out. So basically, you know, your funny bone yeah. ruined that, and I couldn't feel my hand, so they moved it from under my elbow to above my elbow, but I still can't feel uh, my ring finger, my pinky, all the way up to my elbow. So wow. luckily, luckily, these two fingers are the ones I use on bass. <laughs> I could, I could do the bass just fine. You still
1: got the bass fingers. That's hilarious. Well, I, I hope you keep uh, continue to get on the mend. That's crazy. And I, with you producing everything, I'm always so intrigued by that because it's such... So such an intricate process and it's a real good way to break down songs and maybe kind of, I don't know, tear things apart or have someone else do it. What do you think is so key in producing it yourself? Why, why do you maybe like that approach in, in really having control of those taproot songs and that sound?
0: Honestly, aside from like the mixing, like I I came pretty close, but luckily we had Matt uh, LaPlante jump in and he made everything sound way better. You know, I I like my stuff just screaming and it rips in my car. But then, you know, you play it next to like one of the heavier bands in the world and they're calm and muted. It just sounds good. (laughs) So he reeled me back in. So those are the two things when it came to just the... uh, The actual recording process, like I tried new things here and there, especially if it was kind of unknowns, like two of the songs I wrote while I was singing. (laughs) like scratch but for the most part you know if i write something the way it is and i don't have external output then that's kind of what i wanted it to be so i didn't really change anything i just wrote a couple new songs and added a couple different harmonies and words here and there but nothing crazy
1: i love it well again scissors from taproot we got a taste of it at taste of madison uh hopefully people were there i know there was quite a few screaming fans having a great time and we got to see you and elias On stage together singing your current song, favorite song, which features Elias. And he's an amazing vocalist and he brings so much to it. First of all, how did you get hooked up with him? How did that conversation start? Like say, Hey Elias, you want to come out here? And then what does that bring to a song? Having someone like Elias for you guys and then adding to that already large taproot song.
0: Oh, it was amazing. It was, uh, it was one of those songs where I just, I didn't really know what to do over the bridge. You know, it's like a good, heavy, chunky riff. Like maybe I just let it play out alone and make people mosh or what do I do? But (laughs) I was like, like, nah, So I started asking people, because obviously, it's funny, when I wrote the drums to that song, I was actually thinking about Rob from Nonpoint. So a lot of the chorus, you know, it's busy, and then it just goes four on the floor, four on the floor. I actually pictured him. So I ended up getting in touch with him. Oh. And he was like... Dude, you should have Elias on it. Or no, he he hit me up just wanting to hear some of the new tunes, like uh-huh. knowing that I was doing some stuff. And he was like, "Dude, you should hit up Elias." I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Because that's what most of my fans like on Instagram and stuff. It was always like, "Dude, you should have Elias on a song." Dude, mm-hmm. you should. I'm like. Oh. Absolutely. So I called him. He was absolutely more than happy to. You know, like I know he's done other guest stuff before, and I've done guest stuff before. So we kind of get it. And he loved the track, and you know, the stuff he came up with fits in just perfect. I only had him change two words, but all the melodies and 99% of the words are all him. So it's like actually bringing something different into the song. It's not like, hey, will you sing this part for me? But no, he killed it, did great job. And literally, the Taste of Madison show was only the second time we've played that that. that song as a band live, and that was the first time that we played it with Elias.
1: I love it, man. That's so cool. And uh, and for all you Madison fans out there, uh, congratulations, because you got the real raw stuff right there. So that's quite a treat, man. Listen, rate, share, subscribe, discover new music now at WJJO.com, in the JJO app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7. 941 J.J.O. I need new music. This is the J.J.O. Discover New Music Podcast.
0: Cause I don't even know the lyrics to my
1: Do you have a favorite track on the album? I know that's always kind of, I I love asking that just because uh, it's interesting to see if maybe there's one that that really speaks to you or one that really, really pulls at you in that taproot side.
0: That's like one of the questions that I always have to say, I have like three, maybe because like, because honestly for me getting this song released when I considered it a, single, you know, 10 11 years ago. Yeah. I think this one is my favorite for that reason because it's kind of like a welcome back taproot and I finally got to release the song that I wanted to release most. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the most important one to me. Uh, the one <laughs> the one I wrote about my mom's passing that's a song called Ma that one was pretty intense because it's not just like, oh, I lost my mom, you know, just like boohoo for me, feel me. It's like me actually explaining how I had to talk her into dying. yeah So it's like a little different take. And then that's literally me just releasing and letting, you know, like what I was going through. So I, I think that's a different song. So that's one of my favorites too. Um, but then I think the surprise coolest song, I think that, kids will enjoy it's called we control our destiny and it's just kind of got a little bit of everything you'd want it's even got a little clip of squid game the red light green light song but i buried it I buried it. I buried it. So hopefully it doesn't clip any other detectors
1: (laughs) or whatever, but it's in there. Oh, fantastic. Well, your secret's safe with me. And we'll just hope that uh, you get that one by everyone. That's good. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) This next question is not intended to make you feel old, but uh, we are on 26 years of Taproot now uh, from 1997, right?
0: Yeah, I think I trust your math, but yeah, 97, that
1: is 2000. Yeah, so we're 26 years, a quarter of a century in. You know, you- it's
0: kind of crazy. What? A lot of people don't realize that Taproot was a different Taproot in 95. I used to be the drummer for Taproot.
1: So really, for you, it's <laughs> even longer. It's it's even longer that we can look at. Son of a gun. Well, again, yeah. not, not to make you feel old, going back all the way even to 95 as the drummer of Taproot. But if you were to, now with being multi-generational, you got, you got parents that listen to Taproot when they were in high school or college that now have their kids listening to Taproot. If you were to play this record for a taproot fan, you know, circa 2003, circa calling, whatever, what do you think their reaction would be uh, those early taproot fans now hearing this? Or what do you hope it would be?
0: Uh, I honestly think it would be like a, Oh, that's amazing! And then another song would come on, and they'd be like, "What the hell is that?" (laughs) Like, I, I think if I went to an Ozfest 2000 show and played, you know, the future this record for people, I honestly think they'd probably be blown away by like. 30 40 percent of it and then just love the other part but i think you know there's a lot of different stuff on this still the same me style and one of the things about when i wrote this which is kind of cool was at the time system of a down deft tones tool like none of those bands were doing anything at that time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> System yeah gone. whatever i said um so i obviously with the way i write guitar riffs people would recognize that and the way i sound like nasally and annoying that's noticeable too but so i intentionally tried to write you know I'll, obviously i'll do anything my way but i was taking into consideration like maybe trying to appeal to those not really doing much at the time so like a lot of the guitar riffs are inspired by like hmm what would slipknot do on a verse right know, right oh how how would system of a down sing on this course like that type of stuff he was a tool uh, ref so, so a lot drawing
1: of from all that all those inspirations out there that were kind of staying quiet and and filling in the gaps of what maybe they would have done
0: exactly like here's my take let's try to appeal to a couple more more people
1: i love it well that actually kind of leads me to my next one because i i obviously was very excited to talk to you a huge fan and not just about new music because you are the perfect guy to ask this question to Uh what is the key to that perfect new metal breakdown and again you listed some of those new metal bands from like 98 to 2006 Lincoln Park, Corn System, Papa Roach, of course, Taproot, and you look at songs like Calling and Poem and just the the slew of hits you guys had. That tradition continues when you listen to like favorite song and what we're going to hear on the rest of the album. So for you, what's the key to that new metal breakdown that we all and you know you we can all do the dance, we can all do you know what I mean? What's the key? What's the key to that?
0: It's always it was really cool. I watched a video the other day of like a classically trained pianist um who like lets his son pick out a random song that his kid loves and it happened to be again and again of all things and it was really cool to hear a music teacher going on a piano (laughs) he paused the song kind of go like "Ooh, he's doing some like middle eastern stuff here okay i like it okay very cool and then he just started head banging and uh he he talked about how instead of just being a screamer for a scream band Mm-hmm. I choose select words to scream to make it more emphasis on that. And so, and then he's like, you can feel the, the tone come down, but then it gets back up and then down and then back up. And then obviously after the second chorus, you're going to want to go somewhere crazy. Yeah. So it's it's pick your battle. Is it going to the, <laughs> the dumbest thing I did on this record, which is great. Uh, it, it's a slightly more acoustic song. I did guitar solos for fun. Oh wow! Yeah, I pulled out my CC Deville and did a uh, <laughs> did a did a friggin' guitar riff on the uh, on the uh, on the acoustic song. It's literally my "Every Rose Has Its Thorn" rip off.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I, uh, I can't wait to hear more of it, man. Fantastic. Uh, well, thank you for breaking that down because I know a lot of new metal fans, myself included, uh, I always enjoy that. And, and glad to know that we, we have an expert on the case. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, it's gotta be the release. If you will the release the release yeah. now, steve that the important stuff is out of the way uh new music everyone's got that let's have a little fun we're gonna play rapid fire and get to know you just a little bit more all right and there's no wrong answers you just go with your gut all right all right fair enough let's start with something simple everybody wang chung or everybody was kung fu fighting
0: i'd probably go kung fu fighting i wanted to be a ninja grown up ah
1: didn't we all ninja turtles come on now it's fantastic (laughs) uh flintstone push pop or choco taco Taco Taco, I guess. Smart man. Smart man. Discontinued (laughs) now. Discontinued. You can't find them anymore. Ridiculous. Yeah. Sucks. That sucks. Well, someone's grandma probably has like a box in the freezer somewhere, so we'll dig those up. (laughs) They'll be worth a lot of money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's like toilet paper.
1: Yeah, right? Disco or techno?
0: Uh, Probably techno. Uh, Believe it or not, even though I love ABBA, they're one of my favorite bands, ABBA, but I I still, I guess, want techno.
1: (laughs) And and we, we can put that on record. Let the record show. That Steve from Taproot is a huge ABBA fan.
0: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) That's fantastic. I did not expect that at all during this interview. That's great. Learn something new. Soaked jeans or damp socks uh soaked jeans i have no uh
0: i have no problem running around looking like i pissed my pants i'm getting old screw it you know i don't want i i'll get yelled at by my wife if she smells my feet but if, if i piss my <laughs> pants that's just a, a prostate issue
1: that's another day you had too much water before bed that's all it is buddy oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, would you rather see bigfoot or the loch ness monster bigfoot uh okay follow-up question do you ever feel like you've come close to a Bigfoot encounter. Cause you are a Michigan fella and I know he's real big up here. So I am a Michigan fella. I am
0: a huge conspiracy theorist, but I have not once ever been anywhere near a Bigfoot unless they're really that good. Then I'd yeah. have no idea. So,
1: See, there's that theory. I was watching Rogan. I won't get deep into this, but they, uh, they think that he can cross over. Universe,
0: dimensions or something.
1: Dimensions, and so that's yeah. how he can he can go in and out so he's the reigning hide and seek champ that's what he is so yeah. uh last one would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses probably the
0: duck-sized horses
1: <laughs> yeah, just
0: kick them around and sweep them like a
1: broom <laughs> i don't know <laughs> hey get out of here little tiny, it's, little, it's tiny horses. The,
0: it's the only horse that you'd be able to break its neck to eat
1: <laughs> there you go. All right. I don't even eat meat either. <laughs> if, but you know what? You got a plan, though. You got a plan. You'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for humoring me. More importantly, Steve, thank you for taking the time and talking new music. Taproot, Scissors. I'm so excited for you guys and good to have you back. We appreciate it,
0: man. Oh, Likewise. Thank you so much. And we've always had, you know, support from you. And that means everything. Literally. Listen,
1: rate, share, subscribe, discover new music now at WJJO.com in the JJO app or wherever you get your podcasts. Rock has a new interview every Thursday evening between 6 and 7 941 JJO